everyone this is eric frankhouse from efp episode 49 depth of items so today i want to talk about items in a very different fashion i feel that we don't actually give them the love that they deserve we give them out we hand them out as players we buy them purchase them and pack our bags and fill crates and own a ton but the items are just items they are frivolous a lot of times and it's funny because in the video game industry, when we play or when we're playing video games, take Warzone, for example, we are always going for that next blueprint, that next piece to get something that the person to our left or right doesn't have. It's amazing to me in tabletop games that we have not adopted that approach more. So today I want to dive into how you can make items more important than they currently are in your campaign as a player and as a GM, because I think there's actually something to learn from video games for once instead of them learning from us. So let's dive into the topics. As a warning, adult content might be in this show. A lot of this is free form. Swearing happens. And if that offends you or you have little ones around or I don't know, whatever it may be, don't play this in that atmosphere. Other than that, fucking enjoy. So our topics for today are why, more meaning, personal touch, growth, crafting, and of course, the tips and tricks in closing. All right, everyone, let's dive into items. So... Why do we like items? Why do we hoard them like the little, you know, goblins that we are? I think we've been trained from D&D first edition when gold was an experience. And I know I talk about that a lot up until the idea of dungeon crawls and the grind. We've always collected items as players, as GMs in and out of the game. I mean, just looking around me, the amount of pieces that I have for running a game is a collection, you know, it's a series of books on the floor, a, a leather journal. There's my Rook and Raven book for my live stream. Uh, you collect things. I mean, this is even including the pens and writing instruments. And in game, we're the same way. And I think we can learn from video games on what we collect and why and how we can improve on it. But why I think we do it is the idea of always having something better. And having something different to the person to our left and right, or even in front of us. You don't want a warrior that has a plus one sword and a warrior that has a plus one sword to be the same plus one sword. That's boring. But we we let that happen. And then on top of that, we talk about items and selling them and making money and passing them down like it's just a way to earn in a game, have it be fantasy or, you know, science fiction. So just look at the throwaway items that we see in games like Diablo. How many of those items that someone has put purpose into, do we give a shit about the names? We just, we just collect them and sell them and make money. They're just an implementation of gold. But there is something special about certain items. For example, Han Solo's blaster. Or if you've watched Mandalorian, the armor that he wears, you would remember that anywhere. And it's really not that special. It's just Beskar armor. But him getting the symbol and all the things that are part of the Mandalorian lore make that armor special if you want it to be. And that is the part 
of items that I want to talk about today and bring into the game. The why is obvious. We want the next newest, latest, best, in the words of Jeff Kanata. But we need more meaning. So more meaning. How do we put more meaning into an item? I think Diablo was on the right track when they had all the different names that get generated when you pick them up and the colors signifying um, rarity levels. And we brought that into our fantasy games and the Starfinder just to have a way to show growth and to gamify it in a way that uh, feels like you're not walking around with an artifact. But by more meaning, I, I, I don't actually... I don't actually mean power. I mean for the items that you gather to have purpose. So when someone decides to keep an item, and I think that's key, when they're going to keep something, the GM should add little things to it. For example, um, there's a notch on this magical sword. The rest of the sword is pristine, but there's a chip out of it. You don't know why. The blaster pistol that you found always works when you need it to, but for some reason, when you're just target shooting, it never aims true. It's not cursed. There's just something off or maybe it's maybe it's as simple as a pen that you got fountain pen works it writes beautifully but the ink that comes out of it always has a sparkle to it you don't don't know what's causing it it's not magical it's a regular fountain pen you love it on the player side of things you should be doing the same stuff you should be adding more meaning to your weapon why do you have 10 daggers what do you mean why do i have 10 daggers i don't have to retrieve them when i'm in combat things should have purpose and meaning and as a GM and a player, it adds depth of character and depth of story when you do these things. And they're not hard, especially if you write them down in advance or go to a generator for developing items. Like let's say you find a, let's say the GM says you find a plus one sword. You can go to an item generator for description and click it and then take that generated thing and go, hey, is it cool if it's this? And the GM goes, yep. So now your sword looks like that. Same thing for any mechanical item. Generate something so it has purpose. And then as a GM and player, think about little perks. If you have an item, and I remember this from a Dragon Age, when you get an item that has some fame behind it, when you're talking to people, that fame comes out when people see it. Uh, for example, in Star Wars, if you're wearing Boba Fett's armor, people are going to make some fucking assumptions. A little bit of lore and history to things matters. I know there's plus one daggers and swords and shields all over the place. I know there's the same heavy blaster pistol all over Star Wars. I know the same nine millimeter exists. I know the same set of car keys and house keys exist. But the little things give purpose. Look around your home and look at why that ink pen that you've had forever matters to you. Those kind of things can really add to the game. And it's not a lot of work. So I know personal touch and more meaning seems like it's the same thing, but it's not. Personal touch is different. This is about taking an item that you can't actually craft or redo, or maybe you're not good at crafting or redoing things, and adding personal flavor to it for your character. Not what the item was like when you got it, but what you turn it into. Look at people who get cars and trick out their cars, add running lights underneath of them. Um, they add TVs and a headrest, uh, new car stereos. Maybe this is for me working in the car stereo industry in Detroit, but those things are things that people do to cars and make theirs different. So their Honda Civic is not the same as Joe Schmo's Honda Civic. In our tabletop games, we should do the same thing. If you have a great sword that your barbarian uses and loves, 
add something important to it. Maybe, maybe there's a scarf that you found on one of your dead tribe members and you tie that around the handle as a memory of what's going on. It's with you in every single fight. Maybe it is a spaceship that you have and you parked it next to another car and next to another ship and you scuffed it, leaving paint on yours that you've never gotten rid of because you can't afford it. Or maybe even more, I guess, deeper pieces. Maybe there's a book that you get in a Cthulhu setting and in the front of it, you have written your name in the year that you found it, but you also write all your notes in the margin of the game, making it personal. Those are things that add personal flavor so that if you do give them to someone else in the game or you go to sell them or you talk about them with the other players or on a campfire at a bar or in the moment or in a scene, you have something to say. It's not just, yeah, I open my book. It's like, yeah, I open my book and look through my notes that I've scrawled on the left and the right margins or... Yeah, during the fight afterwards, I'm standing there, uh, the red long scarf tied to the handle blowing in the wind. And just the silhouette is striking memory of her people. Or maybe it's that ship incident. Washing your ship one more time in that red paint down the side from the, the other ship that you scraped up against still there is a reminder of that battle and these can be pieces that you can use to add personal touches to the items and objects of your game gms you can do that too that backstory can come out through your npcs so another great way to bring your items up and not just have them be another piece of trash in the pile not another pair of dirty socks missing a sock, although that is actually make for a great story, is growth. The idea of growing your item into something more. Maybe you're improving it by adding modifications to it. Maybe it has magical upgrades like Pathfinder 2, where you can add new runes to a pre-existing item. Uh, maybe your item gains intelligence through the death of somebody and the spirit binding to it. Happens a lot in my setting of Athantia or maybe through questing. But all these ideas of growth of an item brings even more personal attachment to the item. And same for a GM, you can write down four or five points on an item, put DCs next to them or difficulties for your game and have people learn about them through using them, through people seeing them. Have a random person make a check when it gets slow in a game, have them make a check and they recognize something they own, that item, that, that tankard that's super famous for whatever reason that drinking competition that a halfling beat a giant maybe the uh backpack that has traveled all of the universe in star wars and maybe it's the same one that, that yoda was in who knows you can do things with those and have growth as you play and have history come out of that object that item to make a player even more attached to it and as a gm that means you have to give out less less items. Instead, you're giving out more purpose to keep that item. I love the idea of growth in items. Uh, there was an old, I think it was 3035, where you had relics that grew with you. And I thought that was an amazing concept. Why not take that idea and add growth to, to characters and NPCs items that matter? Growth is big. So we're all trying to do listening to this podcast. Hell, that's why I'm making it to grow.
Athantia has finally come to Patreon as a micro setting and eventually to be published. It's a Pathfinder 2E system and it is what our live stream is based around. We've been playing in this set piece for over 15 years and it was finally time to bring it to you. So if you're interested in playing in Athantia or you want to know more about it, check out my Patreon at Eric Frankhouse Presents. If you want to see what the game plays like, Try our live stream. You can find it under the same name on Twitch or on YouTube for our replays. Don't forget side quest air the opposite weeks. Those are moments in between our live stream. Give a little more depth of character. We hope to see you soon. And remember, join our discord. We're all there to talk, have a good time and play games. So let's leave you with little tips and tricks. Items are important in a game, and I feel as GMs, we give them out too often as a sign of earning gold. And as players, we expect to load up our coffers with items so that we can sell them. Instead, talk to your players beforehand and think about adding items as important pieces. And anything else that's an item that you gather and sell or do something with, Remind them that carrying it is hard and it weighs a lot. And we don't need to get into actually keeping track of weight. Just know unless they have a wagon, you're not carrying all that shit out of here. Now, magics like bags of holdings and things like that do make it a little easier. But wouldn't it be easier just to give them a line of credit equal to the items they found instead of carrying all that shit around? Because if it has no value, what's the point? Like if you're playing in a sci-fi setting... A lot of things can just be bought cheaply. Unless something is better than what you have, there's really no reason to pick it up unless you have someone to give it to. Or it's good for a different circumstance. One shoots acid and the other one shoots fire. I just feel that you can take magical items and make them more. You can take sci-fi items and turn them into something of memories. And it just takes that extra step of adding a little something to them. The same amount of time it would have taken you to add all this frivolous plus one daggers or boxes of bullets. That's what random tables are for. Use random tables for those little things that don't matter. Oh, so uh, how many bullets are in here? Um, two boxes of shotgun shells, uh, 12 in one, 10 in the other. Okay. Or when they go in a dungeon. All right, so what's here to take? What's here to loot? Well, are you looking for things of value or are you just looking for the tiddlywink pieces that don't matter? Uh, obviously things of value. Well, there's a piece of art in here. Uh, that's probably worth two to 3,000 gold. It's very large. Uh, there's writing on the back of it. Um, you can't quite make the language out. Does anyone have XYZ language? And if someone does, you give them an important piece of information. This was stolen from me and upon return, you shall be granted land. Find me. Stelia of Avangard. Now they have some important piece to do something with instead of giving them a bunch of pearls and diamonds. Hell, they might get land out of it. So instead of giving out basic stuff, take it the extra mile and do something that matters. And players, stop asking for frivolous shit. There's no reason for you to have a bunch of plus one daggers for no reason. If you're really worried about money, instead tell the GM what you're looking for. You're more likely to get it in game in a way than to have to 
waste time selling gear on screen or during your session. That's it for tips for me today, though. Let's get into the closing. So that's it for episode 49 about items. And I just want to say thank you to all of you who have come back after my time off. Uh, if you have not been watching our stream, you can check it out on Eric Frankhouse Presents on YouTube. On Twitch, we live stream on the first and third Tuesday of every month. And then side quests on the second and fourth, which are over on the YouTube channel. If you want to be part of the citizens, the followers of our Twitch family, we do our building a Merrifield uh, the Friday following each live stream. So the first and third Friday. And as a matter of fact, this Friday is one of them. Help build Merrifield into something more. I love cartography. I love maps. I love city building. And I wanted to bring it to the audience to be able to do something fun. And we're doing it with stream loots. So you can find out more about that just by joining the show on Friday. 5.30 p.m. CST. But as for the episode today, it's good. I love items. I love giving gear out. I love the concept of, of players engaging in, in getting new things. I just want to make it more meaningful. To me, I'm always striving to make my craft better. And there's something about the idea of items and, and the goblins inside of us getting items and making them something important from the scenes in movies to the famous magical items. Those magical items became famous just cause they were in a scene. Half the time, they're not better than the guy to the left or right. It's the story around them. So I hope this helps you in your home games. I hope you're enjoying playing online and uh, don't forget you can call into the show. You can use the anchor app or you can go to anchor.fm and just Go to Eric Frankhouse Presents and call in. I'd love to answer your questions. Put your call on the show. Interacting with the audience is my favorite thing to do. That's it from me today, everybody. And as always, watch, listen, learn, be a better gamer. <laughs>